Welcome back, Lobos, to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. Today we have Tiffany and Olive here again. Hi. <laughs> and we have Alicia, who has been another one of our wonderful Lobos, who is here to share their story about COVID. Welcome, Alicia. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so we're here to talk about how you persevered through COVID, right? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, what... Where were you in college when COVID hit? Were you ever on campus? Um, yeah, so like when COVID hit, like during the spring 2020 semester, like before we all had to kind of convert to online school, I was very involved on campus. Um, I, <clears throat> I participated a lot in, you know, the American Indian Student Services programming and El Centro's programming, you know, just kind of trying to build that community on campus. As a freshman, um, I like, I had participated in, um, you know, like different types of programs and groups um, around campus. And I felt like I had established a pretty good um network on campus before um COVID hit you were you said um in our earlier discussions that you only had one semester on campus right yeah well like kind of technically two I did a summer bridge program in the summer of 2019 so I got to um you know get a kind of head start on the college experience I guess during the month of June um, I was participating in the American Indian Student Services bridge program and um, so yeah I got to spend that month on campus as well as the fall of 2019 and that was like kind of it. <laughs> oh wow and then in March of the spring semester that's when the pandemic hit. And then yeah how did that affect how you had built this community on campus? How did that affect you when the pandemic hit? Yeah, so like when the pandemic hit, I just like kind of felt like an instant disconnect, I guess, because I was so used to seeing these people in person that like, and it was, and so like they were kind of still like brand new relationships. And so, like, when um, we couldn't go on campus anymore, I felt unsure of, like, if I should, you know, try and stay in contact with the people or if they even wanted to stay in contact with me. Um, you know, that was just kind of something that was I kind of battled with personally um, as someone who is a little bit insecure when it comes to that, like, a newer relationship. I'm just like, I don't know if I should reach out to them or if they even want me to reach out to them. So yeah, it was, it just kind of disrupted that, that kind of, um, you know, networking fields that I was trying to create. So just as you're getting your groove in college and you're making all these connections and all these relationships and friendships, the pandemic hits, and now you're sent home, right? Are you mm -hmm. living with, family what how did that work were you alone yeah so like I was not living on campus um I've been living with my parents throughout you know my whole college 
experience. And <clears throat> when we were sent home, um, I was, you know, I'm here at home with, along with my other siblings who were in school as well. I'm the, I'm the oldest of six. And oh, wow. so, um, yeah, we were Close all sent home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, and then like my, my parents were essential workers, so they would still have to leave every day to go to work. And, you know, we were stuck at home and we all had to navigate this new online platform. Like my younger siblings are actually um, pretty significantly younger in elementary school. And they even they had trouble like trying to figure out how to use Zoom, Google Meets and, you know, the Chromebook systems and all that. We were just it was kind of honestly stressful um, being the older sister and trying to, you know, every morning get them set up with their school and also trying to make time to make sure I log in on time for my school. And, you know, because it was in the middle of the semester, it's like around midterms, <laughs> midterm time. And I was just like, I don't know how to make time for my assignments and things like that. I was very overwhelmed, to say the least. So you went from being a college student, active, doing your own thing, to basically being a stay-at-home mom, teacher, everything at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And like, even my dad kind of, he understood that, that like, you know, converting was probably going to be stressful. And he's like, you know, I don't want you to have to be student, parent, and teacher. But in the end, I kind of had to be, you know, um, a, a six and 10 year old can't really cook for themselves or, you know, um, figure out how to learn to read on them on their own. So that's what I did. <laughs> okay. So I can see where, you know, you had more responsibility. Um, you said that you, um, your family's from the Pueblo, that even though you live with your parents, the Pueblo is closed in New Mexico, right? Yeah, I was, I'm from um, the Pueblos of Laguna and Acoma. And, you know, as we, as we know, or you may not know, um, the Native communities here in New Mexico and, you know, nationally, globally, were hit with the pandemic, you know, very hard. Um, so, you know, as sovereign nations, they took that initiative to lock down their communities and make sure no outsiders were come, or not even just outsiders, because I'm not really considered an outsider since I'm from there. But, you know, non-resident, non-residents weren't allowed to go within Pueblo, the Pueblos. And people were only allowed to leave like for like essential runs for like groceries and, you know, other things like that. Yeah, I've seen some of the Pueblos, like when you're, I, when I would go home, um, like they were, they were locking, they were locked down literally by police entrance and exit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, yeah, someone was guarding the there's only one way to get in and one way to get out. And it was guarded 24 seven. Wow. That's insane. Well, so you had all these friends that you had made that first semester and you had your family that you would go home to on the reservations or on the, in the Pueblos. And then now you don't have any of that. How did you deal with that? How did your mental yeah. state turn from having this huge support system on campus and at home to now you don't have really any of it? 
and yeah. all the added responsibilities, <laughs> yeah, and, and, pressures. Added responsibilities and pressures yeah you know that that just all of that together you know, took a really huge toll on my mental well-being and overall well-being actually because like um you know not being used to being able to go home for our ceremonies and our practices and feast days and all those types of things was something I always looked forward to. Like, I love, I love being back home and being able to continue traditions and learn as much as I can while I'm out there. Um, And so like when I could no longer do that, it was, it was very hard for me because you know, I not only felt this disconnection from my community and my people, but I felt like a, a disconnect from who I was as a Pueblo person, not being able to have, you know, my family to rely on and, you know, share information with me um, and knowledge. And so I kind of had to like, you know, of course, like it did like sit with me for a while. And I was like, that made me really um you know depressed in a way and eventually I was like you know I was just I'm just trying to remember you know they always tell us like when just because you're not here at home you know you always have us like in your hearts and in your mind and you know in your body so with that like I just tried to you know (laughs) keep that little bit of hope and so I decided to reach out to the family members I could you know through phone calls and text messages and things like that and you know it's not that my support system was no longer there it's that we had to kind of discover new ways to you know keep keep it intact and so with that I was reaching out to my family members like I said through text through phone calls and trying to try I'm talking to them and like telling them you know I feel I feel this I don't feel like good anymore like I I, because we can't go back home because we can't see each other and so with that they did give me advice and guidance and um, some ways that I can implement you know our Pueblo way of life into my everyday life here in Albuquerque yeah that's really cool I know you said too like you reached out to, to your family but you also reached out to one of the resource centers can you tell us a little bit about that and how it helped you yeah, so like, <clears throat> um, so how how it happened was like, you know, through through COVID and like all these months that were going by, like, you know, it's kind of hard to remember. It's like, where did that time go? Oh, yeah. um, but you know, as as that was going by, I felt myself like just constantly feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed out and um, hitting these really low points that like I haven't felt since you know I guess like my earlier years in high school mm-hmm. and um, because you know, like I always tell everyone I'm like 2019 was the best year of my life <laughs> it, was, it was so fun like I got that was my last semester of senior year I was always out with my friends um, and like I got to see them every day and then summer bridge program I really loved that experience and the people I met and then of course 2019 
um, or during the fall semester at UNM. I was loving that experience as well and the people I was meeting. And so like I had hit this really high point and then when COVID hit, I was hitting like these really low points because I was missing that as well as not being able to really pinpoint ways I can combat these low points. For me, it just felt like it was kind of, I was losing hope, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know who to reach out to. I didn't know what to um, implement before I contacted my family. And so like, um, I heard about the women's resource on campus and um, that they provide free counseling for students. And I was like, you know what? Um, I don't have to feel like this anymore. There are resources out there for me to use. And I want to, I want to talk to a professional. Like I want to be able to have someone to go to and talk to without, you know, um, being an emotional burden on somebody else who may be going through the same exact things. I don't want to put that on them. So I'm just going to go to a counselor who's that that's their job to listen to you talk about your emotions and provide, you know, solutions and things like that. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great way to highlight the resource centers that we do have on campus and what options we have for our students, especially yeah. during COVID. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about shack resources and how we can help students, but there's other resource centers on campus that are doing wonderful things and shout out to, you know, the Women's Resource Center for being there for you. That was that's absolutely amazing. So yeah, now, you know, the pandemic is not over. We've kind of got a little better grasp on it. Things have lightened up a lot. How are you doing now? It sounds like you persevered through that and you you, you were not going to let yourself stay in those low points. You know, how, how are you feeling now? <laughs> yeah, well, now, you know, like, like, I've said before, and I've heard other people say, you know, like um, this mental health journey is not, or like this healing journey is not really a linear path. It's you have your ups and your downs and your good days and your bad days. And um, through this experience, I also got to hear like other people tell their story and connect with other people in this intimate way. And so, um, you know, like I, I do feel really good about those efforts that I made um, in, in um, healing. And, you know, <laughs> I do, I do so like, you know, I'm not like perfect and feel good all the time now that I went to counseling, but um, yeah. I do feel much better about like, you know, um, the future and um uh, I, st I do still have my lower days, but, you know, they're not as bad anymore because, like, you know, counseling sessions and, uh, of course, like, um, you know, traditional practices, implementing that into my life has allowed me to have this kind of, like, you know, like, little toolkit of, like, things I could use to help <laughs> me um, get out of these places when I do get there again. I am so proud of you for reaching out to a mental health professional. You know, mental health is so stigmatized. And just like you, if you break your arm, you're going to go see a doctor. You know, if your brain's not feeling well, it's okay to go see a counselor. Like, it's, that's just how we work. You know, we have chemical imbalances and 
just try to balance them out at least a little. But yeah. Do you have any last questions? I just want to thank you for coming and sharing your story with us. Um, I'm really happy that you're in this place that you are now and you get to come to campus again and see people. So that's always <laughs> great news. Right, we get to see people from the notebook. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> exactly. Well, thank you. Yep. We appreciate you. And we're so glad that you persevered through COVID. And thank you for sharing your story. Again, Lobos, if, if you want to share your story, please feel free to reach out to us. We will share your story like we have for Alicia today. Um, it helps to know that you weren't alone throughout this whole process and we are in it together. We really are a pack. Um, do you have anything for us, Alicia, before we go? Um, I guess I guess one thing is like, um, because counseling worked so well for me, I was like telling my partner, I was like, you know, maybe, you know, counseling is an option. That's something you could look into if you're comfortable with that. And so he did, and uh, and he actually reached out to Shaq and ah. utilized your counseling um, resources. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do like that you and had did make that effort to keep us connected. Yeah. But yeah, that's everything. So yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to share that. <laughs> of course, we value you more than you know. But with that note, we will get going. This is Honesty with Shaq HP. Bye, Lobos.